Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. On today's episode of All the Shit I've Learned Abroad, to gift or not to gift, that is the question. How often do you buy travel souvenirs for family or friends, or even for yourself during your travels? What makes a good travel souvenir, and what makes a crap one? Is it even worth buying gifts for family and friends? Are you ever actually going to use that thing that you bought when you get home, or is it just going to sit on a shelf and collect dust for eternity? So let's dive into this topic and discuss in more detail. Hello, Steph. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Guess what I did today? I mean, you can guess anything, but guess what I did? You booked a flight. Well, actually, I did book a flight, but that's not what I was going to get you to guess, but I did book a flight. I booked a flight home to Toronto in June, though, so it's not like... I mean, I guess it's travel. I love that we never consider flying to Canada as travel. <laughs> I literally fly to Canada in 24 hours of recording yeah. this. Yeah. But you don't feel like you're going on vacation or anything. Definitely not. You just feel like you're going home. So actually, great guess because I did book a flight, but that's not that's not the guess. I want you to guess. Okay. I'm at a loss. What? What did you do? All right, fine. So I went and got new passport photos taken today. Oh, <laughs> I my Canadian passport is expiring later this year. And I was like, oh, I got to I, I mean, I can't believe 10 years has gone by, but I had to get new photos taken. Okay. And how do they look? I well, you know, it was one of those where like you got to get yourself a bit glammed up. But then like when I went and I got the photo done, then I remembered the time at like one like an airport once where I came off the plane just looking absolutely like ratchet and horrible and they didn't recognize me yeah at the desk and I've had that happen (laughs) and the woman's like do you have another piece of ID like I looked so different and I'm like ah so guys always remember don't look too good in your passport photos because let's be honest nobody's looking good while when they're traveling you know long distance I once had to get passport photos while I was in India So it would have been for a visa or something, not my actual passport. But regardless, they wanted a passport photo that was signed, like you got it. They had to confirm who took it. 
And while I was there in the shop before they printed it, they were photoshopping the photo, like tweaking my skin, doing this, oh. opening my eye. And I was standing there. I'm like, is this legal? Because in Canada, this shit yeah. would never fly. But like they full on edited my passport photo before they printed it and signed it. And I was like, oh, wow, I don't. I don't think this is allowed, but hey, I don't know your rules here, okay. but <laughs> that's too funny. Yeah, I definitely don't think that is allowed, but I guess how would they know? But still, so that's that's so funny. Um, um, speaking real quick on passport photos, just so everyone knows, I've seen the U.S. are rolling out a new system, like a new passport system, and oh, yeah. people are receiving their photos and their passport, and their photos are just completely, however the U.S. is printing them just completely whitewashed like you can barely even see the person in the photo so they're oh. having to send it back and do it again but just for timeline wise guys and i gotta say the i've seen people posting their passports in groups and it is hilarious but not hilarious when you get your passport two weeks before you need to fly and it's not easy yeah <laughs> so reminder to everyone now check your passport See when it yes, expires. That's, that's what I did. Since I'm flying home in June, mine expires in July. And I'm like, ooh, I should probably get on that. Um, so hopefully over here it won't take too long. But yeah. it was funny, the whole photo thing. Like, I looked at my new photo. And, you know, it's been 10 years since my last photo. And I was like, oh, God, I can, I can see the aging a little bit. So, and also... <laughs> You know, you're just starting to see little lines that you didn't see 10 years ago. And it's funny because my current Canadian passport. So I feel like I look pretty good in it. But that was the picture that was taken when I lost my passport in Germany during okay. Oktoberfest. And I had been like, oh, my God, on like a bender for like three days. Hadn't really slept properly. Had And when I did sleep, it was like in a tent in like pissing down rain and I don't think I had showered that day and we had to go get these emergency <laughs> passport photos done and actually I'm like I look pretty good like I look pretty decent so a I'm kind of like uh, I feel like that one looks better than I look now and I like glam myself up a bit a bit b I'm also kind of sad that my new passport won't have this great story behind it with the picture in it well, so, just when the new one comes, it means you just have to lose it again and get another yes, emergency true. one. <laughs> I'm going to miss my, my old Canadian passport, but that's fine. It's time to to retire it and move on to the late 30s version of myself, where I'm probably a lot more responsible. <laughs> and I probably won't lose a passport again. What fun yeah. is that? Anyways, <laughs> so, Steph, question yes. for you. Yes. When you travel... Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on souvenirs for yourself and <sighs> gifts for people back home? Because that's what we're talking about today. As if okay. you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! This is this week's episode. <laughs> we're talking gifts, souvenirs. Yeah. So for the longest time, this is the benefit of long-term travel, like doing really mm. long trips, is people don't expect you to buy gifts because you can't carry them around for six months. You can't do that mm -hmm. or that's what I've told myself to justify not buying people gifts yeah um or I'll buy them in like the very last destination I hate oh, I hate obligatory gift giving where you're buying it because yes. you have to but so now my big thing none of my friends need anything yeah <laughs> like if I see something that has screams their name I'll get it but I'm not buying anything anymore because I feel like I have to um but yeah. I do like getting my nieces and nephew things 
Okay. So do, stuff for the kids. Do they care about what I'm getting them? I don't know. Because mm. True. I find I put a lot of thought into what I get them because one loves reading, one loves it. Like they love different things. So, yeah. But it's always something from where I am. So whether it's a bookmark or, you know, my nephew collects patches. And I don't think as a kid, like when people gave me those things as a kid, I was like, thanks. Thanks for. So what, you liked them or you just didn't care? I did not care at all. And now as an adult, I'm like, oh, they probably were putting so much thought into it too. Like mm, I do, like I'll stand though. there and look at a wall full of bookmarks to pick the best one for her. <laughs> She's from, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Like I think that's just like how kids are. I mean, I did the same. My nephew is six months old, and so <laughs> when I went home for and Christmas, he doesn't appreciate his gifts. I know. I'm like a little bastard. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I bought him like a bunch of stuff from the zoo because I volunteer at the zoo and you know just like cute little plushy toys and I was so excited to give them to him and then like I mean I had the realization giving him I'm like he's fucking six months old he doesn't he doesn't know what any of this is but whatever (laughs) you know I think when you buy stuff for kids I don't know you get more out of it yeah which is funny because they probably appreciate it less than (laughs) like adults (laughs) um but yeah so I mean I think I think there's pros and cons yeah to souvenir buying when you are traveling and gift giving. Yeah. And I feel like we can we can talk about some of those. And I think the first thing you mentioned, I'm in the same boat where look, I think we both know I like to I like to travel light. The only time I'm really traveling with like a big suitcase at any time is if I'm going home for Christmas, you know, to to tow Christmas gifts home. Mm-hmm. Um and then also I think like when I visited you in Australia for like two weeks. Like I brought a suitcase with me, but I was, you know, based at your house. Like I wasn't really moving anywhere. So yeah, if I've got hand luggage, like the idea of buying a bunch of stuff that I then have to bring back for multiple people, I'm like, eh, yeah, no. Like I usually don't have room because I've, I've packed some like carry on to the absolute seams. Yeah. <laughs> so that's also my excuse. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, even there's been times like I did buy when I was in China, I bought all my friends um, keychains at the Terracotta Warriors because I thought, mm. you know, this is cute. It had a spot oh, in the back to the keychains. It had a spot. <laughs> I'll tell you, it had a spot on the back to engrave their names. I'm like, this is perfect. When I'll get home, I'll get each person's name engraved on them and then give them to them. And it's actually mm-hmm. thoughtful. It's practical. You can put it on your keys. Can I tell you, I still find, I ne- A, I never got them engraved, never gave them to anyone. I still, <laughs> in Australia, living in a different country, sporadically find, I bought like 10 or 12 of them. I'll still. Wait, so you still have them? Well, they got like mixed, you know, when you have little things and they get mixed and then lost amongst all your shit. Like yeah. to this day, I'll still open a bag that has like, you know, tons of samples or this or that or whatever to look for something and find one of those bloody keychains. I was there in 2015. Oh, oh God, you're going to keep this forever. Like, oh, God, just. But yeah, I think I think that's a good point, though. Like, OK, so something like a keychain. And this is a really good like a keychain is like a typical souvenir yeah. that you would either maybe buy for yourself or buy for someone back at home. Now, I feel like when we're shopping for souvenirs, when we're traveling, do we ever really think if the person that we're buying this for 
would want it yeah or actually use it and we don't and i think we like sometimes we can get so caught up Mm -hmm. in the idea of just like wanting to buy stuff and wanting to shop and like there's that excuse of like oh i'm in another country like this will be a piece of memorabilia for someone that's not even here like yeah i think there's so i I look back at like some of the, the things i've bought for people where i'm like I bet they never used that. I, and like, I bet it's just sitting there collecting dust or yeah, they've given it away. So I think like, that's what I try to think of now. If I am actually going to bring something back for someone, like, do they want this? Will yeah. they want this? And like, if they do give it away, are they going to feel guilty? Cause I have that sometimes where I've gotten stuff from people and I'm like, Oh cool. Like, thank you so much for this Eiffel tower keychain. <laughs> and like, I've put it in like a charity box giveaway and I feel really bad about it because I, I know somebody like gave it to me and I'm like, uh, so maybe think of that, guys. Are you making feel- people feel guilty? Well, the irony <laughs> of that with you is the fact that because you live in London, like yeah. London is the city of transit. Yeah, true. So it's like, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's too funny. I think um, we talk about like money as well and like travel budgeting. I mean, I know some people that will just spend so much money on quite literally just tat, like junk, like yeah. stuff either from like, like, you know, you see, okay, so I, I have a good example. Like I bought when I went to Paris for the first time, it was my first time ever like going abroad, I think. And I bought this purse from like some market or it was like a side bag. And it had Paris written on it. And it was in like funky colors. And I'm like, oh my God, I think we all know the bag you're talking about. Because you see them in New York. You see them in. Yeah. Yes. I was like, oh, this bag is so unique. This is so (laughs) unique and so cool. And I'm going to buy this and bring it back with me. As I started traveling more, exactly what you said, every city I went to where there was some type of market, like if you go into Camden Market in London, you can find the exact same bag that says London on it. When I went to Milan, I saw the same bag there. I saw the same bag in Rome. I've seen that bag everywhere. And obviously I don't have that bag anymore. But a lot of this stuff, and I think I spent like, I mean, it wasn't cheap. It was probably like 10, 15 euro. And it's yeah. just a like, like a... Like it's not unique at all. Yeah, it's a cash grab. I've seen that bag. I've literally seen that bag everywhere, like Miami. Yes, like Barcelona, Barcelona, everywhere, everywhere. That's Mm -hmm. too funny. I mean, maybe those are some of the lessons you have to learn as you travel, though. Like you do buy it the first time, and then you realize. (laughs) Well, and I think if you want to buy gifts, souvenirs for yourself, souvenirs for others. I mean, look at local local artists local shopkeepers like avoid the touristy spots if i i mean i always think if you like you do want to buy some something unique for someone and not just tat maybe you do want to buy tat though i don't know yeah uh, well so speaking to trying to buy local though like i mean it's not easy because i my big thing now when i travel is i usually try to buy a painting or something I have a collection of yeah. paintings to hang up when my house is ready. Um, but something unique from an artist there. And what I've learned is, A, if you just go, a lot of the stalls at markets and different things, they have these beautiful, unique-looking paintings. But then you notice, like, 20 to 30 stalls have the same paintings. And you're like, okay, yeah. this isn't, like, 
an artist stall. This is just a wholesale, <laughs> like, on probably the consumer stall. It's probably the same place where you can buy that bag. Yeah, exactly. Or they super find ways to trick you. Like, they have you ever gone somewhere where you see the, the a quote unquote artist and they're mm-hmm. putting the final touches of paint on a painting? And I've come to realize over the years, they didn't paint it. They stand there all day and pretend to do these final strokes as if they're finishing their own painting. So they're convincing you that they're the artist, but they're not. So I think that's quite, that's quite scammy. I mean, I I think maybe avoid these market stalls then. Like, I feel like everyone goes to find some like, you know, unique market in all these different cities, but like, really, are they that unique? Like, I'm even thinking, like, living in London, if you go down to like Camden Town, yeah, and the market stalls they have there, like, it's such a tour. Like, tourists go there all the time, but everybody knows none. It's the like most of that stuff is just touristy tat, and like you said, you can find the same bags at every other stall, yeah, or the same quote unquote paintings or prints at every other stall. <laughs> So I think you have to like dig a bit deeper. Yeah. No, I agree. Like and the one time, the funniest time when I tried to barter, I probably told this story before, was paintings in Cuba. And I found these ones mm. and they were like original. I was obsessed with them. But I was like, oh, I can definitely find these at other stalls cheaper because he wouldn't barter with me. Yeah. And I went around and I went around to all the other stalls and these paintings were nowhere. <laughs> I was like, oh, I think they were actually... <laughs> Like maybe originals. I actually did find originals. So then I had to go back with like my tail between my legs and just be like, I'll pay you what you asked for. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing is sometimes, sometimes you're paying for that originality. Like obviously you're supporting an actual artist. That's what I would rather do now and actually support these, like a local artist or, I mean, I, I remember going down when I was in, um when I was in Prague, a few years ago and I was there for the Christmas markets. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the things I actually brought back. Um, Cause again, I'm like, I don't want to buy just a bunch of like junky tat, but at the Christmas markets, they had like actual like craftspeople there. And there was this one stall and this lady made Christmas ornaments all sort of like hand carved out of wood. And a lot of them were like, pro- like it said Prague on it. And I'm like, that's a perfect gift. I think I brought, I brought them back for like my mom and my sister who, you know, they have, they love their Christmas ornaments and they always like putting new stuff up on the tree. Yeah. And I was like, that's a good gift. Like that is a good gift from, again, she was a local wood. I don't know. What do you call that? Somebody that works with wood. <laughs> I should know this. Wood. <laughs> like a crafts woman. A craftsman. Oh, not a craftsman. Craftswoman. Yeah. Crafts Let's person. just go with that. <laughs> A woodworker. But anyways, um, and again, you could tell it was, you know, it wasn't some, it wasn't something I just bought at the airport. It wasn't yeah. like I went to every other stall and they had the same stuff. So I felt good about that purchase because I was supporting a local artist. I brought something cool back that actually could be used as well. I think that's the other thing we we, t- we kind of mentioned before, like, you know, when you're buying something for someone, <laughs> A, do they actually want it? And B, well, they actually use it. I'm big on gifts. If people bring gifts back for me for stuff I can actually use. And I've had, I actually remember when you came over here from Australia and you brought me some spices. Mm-hmm. It was like some honey, like it was Australian, like honey or something. Yeah. And I've used that for cooking and it's something I can use and it's not just going to like sit on a shelf and collect dust. Yeah. I think there's like, you know, so many places have like, oh God, when I was in Tenerife, 
the novelty items as well. I don't know why every beach town I have ever been to around the world, mm-hmm. why everything is dick themed. Like, do you know what I'm talking I've about? I've seen that in places, yeah, where I'm like, oh mm. my God. Like, like everything, bottle openers. Yeah. Shaped like a big dick. Coasters, dicks on them. Magnets with a big, like, dick. Big, veiny <laughs> dick. And I'm like, what is, and I've, I remember, like, Tenerife, everywhere. When I was in Bali, they were everywhere. When I was in Thailand, and I'm like, I don't get it. But I see so many people, they're like, oh my God, this is hilarious. I'm going to buy my friend a big dick themed, <laughs> like, bottle opener, and they bring them back. And I'm like, is, is that going on the fridge? Actually- Maybe it is. Yeah. I don't know. Like, if somebody brought that back for me, it'd be like, A, I've seen this a million times. It's, it's actually not as funny as you think it is. But B, like, I don't really want a big dick magnet. <laughs> like, <laughs> bottle opener or, like, a corkscrew yeah. in my house. So, like, guys, maybe, you know, the novelty things. Like, take a picture and send it to your friend. Yeah. I don't think your friend probably wants that. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's hard because I find these gift giving things too. like you go through phases. So, for example, I used to think the shittiest gift was coasters. And now that I'm actually like thinking about my house and all the stuff, I'm like, oh, like I really like I see the value of coasters now that I have. a Well, (laughs) now that I will soon have have a home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Whereas I used to think that was the shittiest, most average gift. Like, yeah. Like things change. So it's like that's why you do need to think of who you're buying for and like like Totally. If your friend is constantly traveling or living van life, do they need coasters? Right. That's a no. good point. Maybe think about, yeah, like where is your friend or your family in the stage of their life? Do yeah. they want a dick Maybe they do magnet? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe they do. Maybe you have a very promiscuous friend that <laughs> genuinely just loves dick themed things then go for it but like as you said if you've got a friend that's like you know like settling down and maybe is about to buy a house actually maybe think of the practical yes you know the the practicality of that and think like oh what would be good coasters maybe they would like some nice coasters that's i i mean i love the idea of just a practical gift something that will be used and not shaped like a dick and also not just like random trinkets that are going to sit around on a shelf and collect dust, which I, I have many of those I'm myself. I'm laughing on so many levels right now. A, because I'm actually giving someone a dick gift tomorrow. <laughs> yes, but isn't that... But they that... will appreciate it. Yeah, you know who it is. It'll be very appreciated. Okay. And then also in 2015, so when I did my around the world trip, and I knew I wasn't bu- really buying gifts for other people because I only had a backpack. But in each country, I was like, I want a memento. You know, oh something I'll use down the road when yeah. I have my home place. <laughs> and I can't remember what I got in every place. But I really, like, bought things thinking, I don't know what I was mm-hmm. thinking. Like, in Uruguay, I bought, so in South America, like, tea, it's tea culture with, they call it mate. Mm-hmm. And I bought mate straws for lack of a better term are very like (laughs) unique and specific and I thought I will buy a mate straw and that's how I'll drink my tea from now on oh my god how how often did you actually once and then I washed it and it rusted inside and out (laughs) (laughs) and I held on to that bloody thing for years until I finally threw it out Oh my god! Um, but now I really am on the practical. Like when we were in Banff last year, 
my BAMP memento is, you know, the things you sit beside your oven that you put that you're dirty, like as you're cooking, you put the Yeah, like a spoon. I bought a BAMP, one of those. So practical, can be left out, gets used all the time, goes in the bloody dishwasher. Yeah. Like now, little things like that for around the house where when I look at it, I'll have that memory of that trip. And you Um, can use it for something. But I'm actually using it. It's not there out of obligation. I'm all for that. Don't buy me a snow globe. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, don't buy, like, ashtrays. I remember, like, (laughs) yeah. People used to buy people ashtrays where they didn't even smoke. And I'm like, what? Like, I don't understand. For when you have visitors, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's the 70s, apparently. Um, No, but so I was exactly like you when I first kind of started traveling, you know, when I moved over to London and it was the same thing. I'm like, I want to buy a memento from every place I ever visit. (laughs) And I have so much tat in my house where like a few of the things I do have up on a little shelf in my living room. Like I remember buying in Hong Kong this little plastic Buddha, but he's like, he's like a smiley Buddha and like, he's just quite funny. He's got a big belly and he's tiny and I have him sitting up there. And then when I was in Bali, I bought a, like a, a little mini statue. It's metal and it's like a fat lady doing yoga. So I've got her up there, but it's all just like, it's stuff I have to dust all the time. Yeah. Like, there's just a bunch of stuff. I'm like, oh, God. Like, okay, the Buddha, he's got he's got a dusty belly. So let me, like, wipe that off. And then I have a cupboard full of, like, oh, my God, the stuff I bought in Morocco. Jesus Christ. I mean, someone should have stopped me. <laughs> I have a whole cupboard full of just, I bought, like, a lantern thing. And I was like, oh, this will look pretty with a tea light in it. Never, I've never used it. Um, I bought... Like wooden dice, wooden dice that are in like a like a slidey box. Maybe you can literally play dice next time you've come yeah, over. Maybe I'm like again, have never used that. I bought a tagine. I bought a ceramic tagine, and I remember somehow I got that back into like a backpack. It barely fit. Um, have you ever cooked? No. So. <laughs> Yeah, for anyone that isn't familiar with a tagine, it's what they use in, like, Morocco, but other, like, Middle Eastern countries to cook food. Potatoes, meat, anyways. The whole time I was there, they were using tagines, and I'm like, oh my god, 
I'm going to get one of these. I'm going to learn how to cook like this food and I'm going to use my tagine at home. I don't cook. Like who, what was I thinking that I was going to become like a Middle the Eastern next, chef? Like, <laughs> yeah. So I brought home a tagine and did I use it? Not once. And that also sits up on a shelf in my kitchen. It's just a decorative piece now. Um, I've had to dust that many times as well because it just collects dust. So all this stuff, I'm the same. There's just so much junk. I've got junk in drawers of stuff I've bought over the years from God knows where. Um, I think as well, here's a good one. Clothing. Oh. So people <laughs> love when they're shopping and like bringing stuff back either for themselves or their friends. They want to buy clothes. They want to buy like traditional clothes from where they're visiting. <laughs> Guys, I would say stay away from that. I actually know a girl who went to India and she came, she bought like an entire like sari, like the traditional like what women wear yeah. there. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. She bought one. Like not for a wedding or anything. Like and I get like I know people that have bought them when they do go to like an Indian wedding and they want to dress, you know, in the attire or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she bought one and it was like not cheap. And I'm like, where the f- where the hell are you going to wear an Indian sari? And she's never worn it. <laughs> she has never worn it anywhere. And it was one of those purchases where she's like, I was in the moment. Like I <laughs> yeah. wanted to bring one back. That At least was, you like, got to own it when you do do that. <laughs> yeah. And like I bought a... Oktoberfest the first time I went in Germany Lederhosen? like a Bavarian no no not a Lederhosen but like a Bavarian hat one of the Oktoberfest like Bavarian yeah. hats oh I've definitely with the had feathers and all that and again that hat has been sitting in my closet for years like same like there is dust all over it but, but like, I again, feel like those- Oktoberfest is one of those ones you have to have the hat I think that's worth yeah. it yeah Maybe like, throw it I out feel, now or donate it, but... Yeah, because I don't think I'm going to go again. But it's one of those where I'm like, oh, I don't want to get rid of it because it was a memento. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have these, like, attachments to it where, like, you think you'll look back one day and be like, oh, like, look at my look at my hat. Look at my Indian sorry. But, like, you won't. <laughs> it's just stuff at the end of the day, right? My favorite clothing purchase that I did once was... So, at the, towards the end of my around-the-world trip, I was in Thailand... And this is such like a cliche travel thing is yeah. by, you know, the Thai pants, the elephant pants, the elephant parachute that pants, literally yeah. everyone who goes to Thailand buys and yep. you buy them and you think I'm going to wear these all the time when I get back. They'll be and so comfortable don't. lounging at they, home. They are very comfortable. I will say that. Yeah. So I bought myself a pair and pretty much, I think I got three or four friends a pair and a, oh Unless you've been to Thailand, you don't understand no, <laughs> these pants. No. So giving them as gifts, I think people were like, th- and as they were opening them, I'm like, no, you got to understand though. Like these are really cool in Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm having to justify ge- why I'm giving the it gift. to them as they're opening it. Yeah. And then I think I wore them for about a week or two once I got home. And the whole, in- obviously I bought them at a market, like a yeah. tourist market. The entire seams ripped and they just like split completely, like beyond repair. And I was like, tragic. I got it. And I mean, it was the type of market while I was there. 
<laughs> an alarm went off and all of a sudden I was like in the hall of this market and every vendor just shut their door in seconds. It was like lively market, people everywhere to like just tourists standing in a hall confused because <laughs> the police had shown up. So this alarm goes off where they all shut it because they're all selling counterfeit goods. <laughs> and they oh, crack, right. they're there to crack down on the counterfeit goods. So they all pretend they're closed. But it instantly oh, went from open and lively to <laughs> okay, I guess we're done now. Um, so that should have been my first red flag. <laughs> but- That's probably another one that you don't want to bring back, like fake Chanel bags to your friends just because you found them somewhere yeah. like that's another one where i see people like oh my god look at this bag yeah it's like a i would never walk around with a chanel bag anyways b did you buy this just because it's counterfeit and it looks real <laughs> like just avoid that altogether yeah and i definitely got my nieces in china these like little china doll dresses oh yeah we're now in hindsight i'm gonna ask my sister be like did you ever like She's- did they wear it what happened spent a lot of money that was one i didn't go cheap on <laughs> I think as well, though, like when we're talking about clothing, especially like traditional clothing, I think you have to be careful with the whole like cultural appropriation side of it as well. Like where you don't like there's certain things like, you know, buying a sombrero in Mexico and then bringing it back and wearing a sombrero like, you know, where you live. Like, I don't, yeah. do you really, you know, I, I think there's a fine line. I think we talk about this in actually one of our older episodes, Attire Abroad. Back in like from 2019, if anyone hasn't listened to it, feel free to go back. But I think, yeah, you want to definitely be careful with the clothes. Like if you're if you're looking at traditional clothes or like hair accessories, that kind of thing, like just maybe check, you know, and see, is it appropriate? You know what I mean? Yeah. So what you're saying is when I go home for a visit, I shouldn't wear my tie pants sombrero. I don't know if tie pants are though like tie (laughs) pants are tie pants but I think there's certain like you see people walking around with like um headdresses like the feather headdresses oh yeah if you're gonna put on a piece of clothing Mm -hmm. from a a culture like I think you need to understand the significance of it and if it's okay for sure and before you start bringing them back to your friends you know you don't want to bring back like a hat with like dreadlocks if you see I've seen those you know people go to Jamaica and they bring back these like hats with fake dreads not appropriate i yeah. think now in 2023 like stuff like that so maybe just you know steer clear of it but that's funny though in thailand i also brought back oh my god i bought i bought like so the t- the tank top that says same same but different yeah and it was like neon pink and i bought that thinking what a cool tank top and like and then another one with like Chang beer, like the local beer. The Bintang. And I bought- <laughs> There's the Bintang also. Yeah. Isn't Bintang. Oh, sorry, that's Bali. Um, <laughs> that's Bali. Yeah. No, this one's Chang. It's got the elephant on it. Yeah, I remember. Which is which is Chang in, in Thai means elephant. But um, but yeah, I brought the host back and like same thing. I'm like, where the hell am I going to wear a same, same, but different <laughs> tank top in London? I think, I think the Chang beer tank top I did like wear to bed quite a lot for yeah. a while and then I got rid of it but like same thing I'm like why am I buying this crap like what it's just it's again it's just touristy tat but that's what they do <laughs> that they get you money. hyped up in the moment and sometimes if you enjoy that moment hey more power to yeah. you true um, I mean I guess yeah it's very in the moment though it is funny I definitely got in the moment on my trip in the U.S. in 2022 
I was like, yeah, I was like, cause I went to a national park for the first time and then I went to a few of them and I was obsessed and I bought a shirt at each national park I went to. Oh God. And I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, I have a new goal of buying a shirt and I'll, in my life, I'll visit every national park. And oh, Jesus. And I was like, and I have them back. And to be fair, I love the one, the other two. I've worn a couple times, but I don't love them on. I'm like, I bought these just no. to buy a shirt at the national park. To, not because well, I and love that, them. Yeah. I think a lot of the time we're just buying stuff for the sake of buying stuff. And it's very in the moment. And I think like what I try to do now is take, take, like, take a step back and, and go through that list of like, okay, who am I buying this for? Like, do they want it? If it's for me, I'm like, do I want this? Am I actually going to use it? How much is this? Is this like, you know, feeding into my travel budget and is it worth it like oh this actually this reminded me of when we were in Canada last year so Steph and I went dog sledding (laughs) and and so we did this like amazing dog sledding excursion yeah this one morning and almost lost our fingers to frostbite oh so cold it was like minus 40 40 almost or something stupid but anyways and obviously like we were taking pictures on our phones throughout. We had a couple friends that were there as well. They were taking pictures. But then they had like a photographer. I wouldn't even say a photographer. Just like one of the guys that worked for the tour company. That also was taking like photos with his camera. Like throughout the morning of everyone with their dogs and in the sleds. Anyways. And then when we were finished. Like we were just so hyped. Because it was such a fun morning. Yeah. And the guy basically like came around to everybody that was in our group. And was like alright like guys I'm selling you know, we've got the photos that you you can buy. You, and they got like individual ones of us, like as we were going up a hill and then whatever, just all the group photos. Anyways, they were selling the, like the photos on a USB for $40. And I'm like, yes, I need all of the photos. There's like a hundred some odd photos on there. And I spent $40 on it. And I have not looked at any of those photos since we've been back. And I can't like, and I know they're all, they're just, most of them are going to be a people we don't even know <laughs> that were in that tour group that day. People that like at the time we're like making friends with that. I'm like, I'm never going to see these people again in my entire life. And again, that was a very in the moment purchase where I would have been just as happy with the pictures we took on our own phones well, that and happens, our friends took. Cause that happens we had all good the time. Ones. Even me with my, prof- I, I bought a professional camera that was worth thousands of dollars and was like, I'm yeah. going to take amazing photos. And for years, I still, I take amazing photos on my cell phone. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, And I would carry this bloody camera around. It takes a chunk of your suitcase. Wouldn't use it. When I did, I didn't do anything with the photos on it. And finally, no. I'm like, I need to sell this thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what like the, these tour companies do. Like they just take a bunch of pictures of not even just you, like everyone. And they're like, all right, we're going to sell all these now. We yeah. bought one in Egypt. There's a picture of us on a boat. Yeah. On a, like a Nile cruise. Yeah. That Nile cruise was something else. But anyways, Nile cruise. It's a picture of me, Steph, and these random people yeah. that we met. And again, they print like it was like a professional, quote unquote, professional photo where they like printed out the actual picture and put it in one of those like paper frames. <laughs> and they were selling them to people on the boat. And I think I paid like 10 like ten dollars, like it was equivalent of like ten dollars. Yeah. And that same that picture, I'm like, why do I have this picture of me and stuff, but then like five other random people that I'm like, 
I'm never going to, I don't even know who these people are. And it's again, sitting in a, like, I'm not going to frame that and put it up on my wall. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I can't even Photoshop the other people out because it's a physical photo. And again, <laughs> souvenir. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Take my money. <laughs> Photos are definitely a big trap when you go places. Cause yeah, you do want to. It's easy to forget now, especially with cell phones. I get it. Back in the day when we didn't have cell phones, you had to get things developed. Like a good quality photo, get it. It's definitely Mm. dated now. You know what's one thing I do buy, though, that I don't regret ever? What's that? Magnets. Oh, same. That's my thing. Yeah. So I get a magnet and I get like a rationally annoyed if people try to give me a magnet of a place they've been because they know I collect magnets. I was magnets, just like, thinking that. Yeah. I literally was just having the same thought. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like the point of the magnets is I went there and I got Where it. I've, like, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no. So I thought that I was just about to say the same thing because yeah. I have a couple magnets on my fridge. Don't get me wrong. I'm very thankful for them. I'm grateful. Magnets are actually a really... Personal. I think a good gift because they're practical and they don't take up any space and you can put them on your fridge and like, you know, pin up your bills that you got to pay or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and every practical. time you see it, you open the fridge, you see one of them and you think of when you were there. Like yes. it actually does the memory recall. Yes. And I open the fridge a lot throughout the day. So, <laughs> but no, they re- like they take up no space, but I feel the same way. Like there's a couple on my fridge where I'm like, oh, it almost annoys me where I'm like, okay, I haven't actually been to this place yet. Yeah. So like, yeah. You should not have a really like prime spot on the fridge. But then sometimes I'm like, oh, I haven't been there. So maybe I should go because I have the magnet. (laughs) But yeah. Inspiration everywhere. Mm. My sister likes the the shot glasses. But my sister will always like, she likes getting the shot glasses from people or places they've traveled. But she has like an entire cupboard full of shot glasses. Now to me, I don't like the shot glasses because A... They take up so much space, and I have very limited cupboard space as it is, but they take up so much space. B, what, like, I mean, wh- when am I actually doing shots at home? Yeah. And multiple shots. Like, I, I mean, if I had a shot glass for every place that I've traveled, like, I would need an entire, like, cabinet. It's just one of those very impractical gifts that people are just not going to use. Yeah, no, I, I get that. My sister yeah. likes them, but she's got the cupboard space, and I think my sister likes taking shots, so good on her. She probably <laughs> likes dick magnets as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think I have one friend who's into the shot glasses, so I've gotten her a few, but yeah, that's what she likes. And same thing, that's like taking what the person likes into consideration, not necessarily yeah. what you want to, what you think they should want. So if that's what she wants, that's what she likes, hey, easy Go enough. For it. Yeah. Yeah. So we've, I feel like we've harped on a lot about gifts that aren't good. So we're so ungrateful. We're uh, like, (laughs) we sound like the absolute, like most ungrateful, like children at Christmas where I'm like, I don't like this. No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) What, um, but like, what, what do you think are good gifts? I guess it's just a very hard question because it's Mm. such an individual thing. I like, so I will say, so things I'll bring back for myself or even I'll buy for people, anything basically that can be used and like thrown away after. So, and so that would mean, I think I already mentioned it, like anything you can cook with. I I remember when I was in Morocco, you could buy like all these different like spices, um, which I'm sure you can get that kind of anywhere, but 
spice. If you know somebody that loves cooking, like bring that back where they can actually like incorporate that into something they're doing on the daily. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if you go to some of these like local shops, wherever you are, I've seen people that make soaps or they, they make their own like essential oils or like perfumes, that kind of stuff again. And not like the really like cheap stuff, like nice stuff that you can bring back for somebody that maybe likes, you know, I mean, I know who you are, Steph. You love a good, like, health and beauty regime. Yes. If I bought you back, like, a bath bomb or something that, like, somebody I actually made. That. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of stuff that, that, again, somebody can actually use it, appreciate it, and it's not taking up space. It's not collecting dust. I think those I think, are the best types of gifts. Yes. I agree completely. I'm big on consumables. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I will say that you just said is you just have to be very careful buying spices and yes. just understanding border rules because every country is so different. So for example, when I was in Fiji, I did buy, and I do love buying spices because a lot of times they're just more fragrant, fresh, mm-hmm. like they just don't have that Western society mass produced taste. Like yeah, spices are such an interesting thing when they're fresh. And you're like, oh, this is what it's supposed to be like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I do love bringing those home. But a lot of times you have to make sure or shop from an approved vendor or whatever who have in Fiji, you had to shop from people who had were government approved so they could put a seal on the spice. And it was a seal that b- meant border control would allow it, you to take it with you. That's a good point. I, anything to do yeah. with food. Yeah. Obviously check. Be very careful about, you know, bring any kind of food. And always, always declare it, of course, yeah. especially in Australia. I know most of our listeners are in Australia. Like Australia's hardcore. <laughs> I've seen those TV shows, Border, yeah. border Force, and we have yeah. it here. And oh my God, those people in like Australia, they don't, they don't fuck around. So always declare any food or spices yeah. that you're bringing back, but always check, of course, what the laws exactly. are, like what yeah. the rules are. Yeah, Australia's hardcore about a number of things. So, but yes, consumables, mm. usually things like like even how you were saying, like how I brought you Australian honey, like that's sealed and it's yeah. not fresh. It's usually the fresh things that they're concerned about. But um, yeah, I think I agree. I agree. I do Cons- really like, here. this is a great souvenir you can bring back, local snacks. I love when people bring back the local like whatever the local like chip flavors or crisp flavors, yes. whatever you live, how you say it, um, like candy, chocolate. Yes, all of it. Bring that back. <laughs> that is a great gift because I can consume it. I'm always interested in like what the local sort of like sweets are. Yeah. What the junk food, basically junk food. Like bring me back <laughs> junk food from whatever country that you're in because I'm all over that. And I think who doesn't love junk food? <laughs> Yeah, true. I especially love when people bring back like sweets and stuff from like Asian countries. A friend of mine, he went to Japan and brought back some very interesting, interesting sweets. And like, oh, like they had like, they brought back like a bunch of different like Kit Kat flavors. Like I swear Japan has like every Kit Kat flavor you can think of. And it was just wild. So good. But yeah, I think that's a great gift. Love that. Okay, I think that's good. It's a good way to wrap it up. Some sound advice, some solid warnings to steer clear. Um, yeah, yeah. Bring me back food. Basically, is what I'm saying. I like food. <laughs> Health and beauty over here. Yes, I want to know from the listeners what is the best thing that you've ever brought back, either for yourself or a friend. What's the best souvenir? 
what's the worst souvenir? What's the yeah. worst thing that someone has bought for you? Or maybe you've given to someone and now you think back and go, yeah, that was a bit of a shit gift. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we just had a lot of them, so you're not alone yeah. in the shit gift world. <laughs> All right. Alrighty. Well, that is it for this week's episode. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. All the Shit I've Learned Abroad is a travel podcast focused on anything and everything related to travel. You can listen to us on multiple platforms from iTunes to Google Play Music and more. And with that, please, if you have a chance, give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That drives us up the charts and really, really helps us out. Want to support us on Patreon? Find us over at Shit I've Learned Abroad Pod and donations start as low as just $1. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit Abroad Pod and Facebook by searching all the shit I've learned abroad. Thanks so much for listening.